This is Talking Business. My next guest is Bruce Taper, who's the founder and director of Kinesis. G'day, Bruce. Thanks for joining us. Hi, Alan. Thanks for having me. Tell us what your company does, Kinesis. What is it? Well, we're a tech company with what we believe is the first of its type technology and data platform, and we answer um, big urban problems that are complex and, and hard to solve. And we put that software and data on the hands of our clients, who are some of Australia's largest um, public um, companies, and also a whole bunch of different government agencies and different levels of government to answer urban problems. So what's in the data? What do you, what do you provide them with exactly? Well, I think our secret source is, Alan, that we don't provide them just one type of data. So across the breadth of our clients, we've got property developments, government agencies, mobility providers, utilities, and we just find that they can answer the problems that they've all got to tackle of how do they make money, how do they make cities better, how do they make better policy decisions with that broader pool of data. Right. I'm, I'm just trying to get a sense of exactly what it is because most property developers or, um, or yeah, pro- pro- property developers in particular, they're just focusing on how, do, how am I going to make money. So they're, they're kind of wanting something that helps them um, presumably avoid bad decisions or something like that. Is that what you do? That's true. It a bit but broader than that? It's, it's a little bit more than that. There's two things to what they need to respond to. The government regulation, so they've got a certain amount of environmental responsibility to maintain. But often in a competitive marketplace, in, in especially in a flat market, it's kind of counterintuitive that you find a lot of our property clients actually try and do a higher level of kind of environmental performance or sustainability to attract customers in a flat market. So whether that's a Fraser's or a Stockland or a Lend-Lease, they might explore recycled water for a green facade on a big building like they have in the heart of Sydney or they might do like on-demand mobility provision for a remote community. And that's the type of analysis that we help them with. Right. So you've got that data already. You can tell them whether there is any recycled water available. Is that right? Or how much to provide and how much it will cost and what type of um, performance you can get out of that, whether that's an energy saving for the building or effectively a temperature reduction for pedestrians walking out the front of those buildings. So something for a resilience type of response for a broader community, if you like particularly in Western Sydney where right, that's a- the heat island effect in summer, same in the northern parts of Melbourne, is pretty significant. Yeah. It sounds a bit like you're doing it not as a consultancy but as a, as a software company and presumably, therefore, you're what, charging a subscription and so on for that. I suppose that the disadvantage of being a consultant is you've got to sit in front of somebody and uh, charge for your time, whereas if you're selling software, you can scale it more easily. Well, that's exactly what we've set up, and and it has hasn't happened overnight. Um, we started out bootstrapping as a consultant, effectively, but now you're exactly right. We're putting that intellectual property of our own business plus all of our clients onto the desktops of others. So the same models that are being used by, say, a lend lease to work out the canopy cover for a community are the same algorithms that help to help design the government canopy cover policy for here in New South Wales. So yeah, our subscription model varies from a one-off use fee, which could be something small, to a annual license for a small local council of say twenty thousand dollars a year, to a large corporate where it can be hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. So, so how did it come to you that this could you could turn your consultancy business into into that sort of software platform that would um, scale like that? 
Tell us about that journey that you went on. Well, it's twofold. I, I mean, it happened when I was... I was the first director of sustainability for the state government in New South Wales, and I developed an online planning and approval tool for um, all new houses that are built in New South Wales that basically says that it, um, you have to meet a certain performance of greenhouse and water efficiency to get a domestic dwelling or a block of apartments built. And at that time, that was in around 2004, we um, commissioned that. Um, I was amazed that government wasn't using data and technology enough to deal with the complexity of urban problems in a very clever way. I typically find that often government ends up dumbing down solutions for policy that need a complex response or something nuanced. And what we did at Kinesis was we started consultancy, but we've put all of our profits into building a software and technology team and a bunch of data analysts. So at the moment, we're about 20 people. There's four people that really work on advisory and the rest are all software engineers delivering the products to our clients. And what that has meant is that we don't need to be in the room in every conversation. So we have companies that have our software and use us a little bit, but we have a lot of companies that have our software and don't use us as individuals at all. Are you fine just selling your, your software mostly to governments or to private companies? By design, and we may have been a little bit lucky in this, but we were always given early advice when we set up the business that it's good to have a good balance of public and private sector companies just for cash flow when times get tough, things like that. But how it's worked out quite beautifully is that when you have a government client and the private sector see that you're doing that type of analysis for policy development and things like that, they also come to you and how we've now written our kind of data contracts with our clients is that when you effectively sign on for Kinesis, you are saying that you're happy to use your own data in a de-identified way for the benefit of others to make the city better. And that's been a pretty collective um, data collaboration across government and private sector clients for the benefit of all. And I guess the, the business side of why we've done it, it's pretty obvious, I think you alluded to that, that you can't really scale a consultancy unless it's just multiplying people. But we think that we can service every major city or urban service provider globally with probably only doubling our workforce from 20 to 40 people. What's the data that's being shared exactly? Well, it can be consumption data for energy or water or vehicle use data that's provided by government. Even though it's public available data, no one has transformed it into a way that it can really rapidly engage with kind of building development or demographic data or planning data for forecast of population growth. So that's what we've done. That's the data transformation that has led to that. And I guess one of the things that's occurred to us in the past couple of years is that while we've had a lot of business from government and private sector around sustainability, We've been approached by some of the big services firms to partner with them or collaborate with them on a whole bunch of different analytics around the livability, the workability or the accessibility of certain communities or business areas to jobs and people and certain skill sets. So we've just done an exciting collaboration with PwC where they've said, we want all your energy and infrastructure and sustainability data and reporting and analytics, but we want to mix it with value uplift and all sorts of things that they focus on. 
Absolutely no surprise that PwC and the rest of them want to get involved. I'm surprised they haven't tried to buy you yet, have they? Um, well, we've look, we've had interest from a whole bunch of different people, from you know VCs and and others. I wouldn't say that we've had a fully fledged acquisition offer in Inc. But I guess we've been successful in bootstrapping the company by itself. And look, there is probably. Are you still? Are you still? Uh, are you still bootstrapping? Yeah, yeah, we we are. We've actually been successful to a point, but I guess we are approaching a time, Alan, that to take advantage or the opportunity of the scale that we've got and that what we could do, that we probably will explore whether we actually partner with uh, um, an investor or you know or just do a series of more formal collaborations like we've done with PwC to raise money to go global. Most people like you um, just do kind of uh, uh, raising rounds, series A, off you go, raise 10 million, see how you go. Yeah, that's, um, that's an option. Have you, have you figured out whether, whether your platform works in other countries? Yeah, we've deliberately done a whole bunch of validation testing. So even with our own analysts, it starts with then, can they develop a, an algorithm that solves something and put it into our technology easily? Yes, they can. Can PwC do that? Yes, we, we can. We've done that for them. So we've done work in New York for the Housing Authority, for the Sanitation Department. Uh, we've landed our software for reporting on greenhouse gas emissions from metropolitan scale on San Francisco, Toronto, um, Sao Paulo and Rio de Janeiro. Do you know, are you aware of anyone else who is thinking about um, what you might call the global aggregation of this kind of data? Um, not in the way we use it. I guess what my journey has been is that reporting um, greenhouse gas emissions for the sake of the reporting is a pretty dull and boring process. It's a little bit like financial reporting, I guess. But what um, we take it to the next step to is that same technology platform that does the emissions reporting for Metropolitan Sydney, for the Greater Sydney Commission, can also do the analytics to design a high-performance building being built down at Circular Quay. And what, what we think that allows is that you get in high-level um, policy responses being met with fine-grained development solutions by utilities or mobility providers and things like that. Well, there are a few better business models than collecting data off companies and then selling it back to them, that's for sure. I don't know Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what you do, but well, that what, is a magnificent business model. Well, what I think we've, we've got going now is that a lot of people in the marketplace have started using the term, you know, data is the new oil. And I guess what we've done is said, look, data by itself doesn't have a lot of value. You know, when you mix it with other sets of data and give it a technology platform where you can start solving problems and do analytics then it offers real opportunity to actually find efficiencies, find profit in whether you're building a road or, or a metro station or, or, or a recycled water plant. And our experience has been that every time we get a client, we ask them, are you using your own data well? And probably only about three out of 10 clients would say yes. And then we ask them, are you using any other data in com combination with your own data to actually refine your products or your services. And typically they all say no. So we give them something that's a multiplier straight up. But then what we're allowing them to do is have their own data analysts work and build their own models in our technology platform with the data that we've got access to so that they can answer the questions that they're trying to solve. 
Fantastic. What a great thing you've done, Bruce. Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. I've been talking to Bruce Taper, who is the director and founder of Kinesis.